news, business news, international sports and entertainment news. Right here on GTR. GTR. Good afternoon and welcome to the Midden News today on Ghana Talks Radio. Coming up this afternoon, declining satisfaction threatens Africans' democracy. Afrobarometer CEO reveals public enterprises minister clarifies government's decision to dispose assets of 17 SOEs. Corporation will suffer once our members have been persecuted. That's all for Singtel's majority. And in other stories, anti-LGBTQ bill, UCC researcher redraws contempt suit against Bagbin. This business spots and showbiz is coming in this afternoon's bulletin. The news will be read by Awain Temi Akansukum. Now let's settle for the details. Satisfaction with the way democracy is working has declined across Africa, undermining citizens' confidence in democratic governance. Afrobarometer CEO Joseph Asunka told participants at the Africa Drive for Democracy Conference Elders Retreat in Arusha, Tanzania. The conference gathered former heads of state and key elders creating a platform to discuss the state of democracy in Africa and harness their collective wisdom and imagination in building pathways for renewed and sustained democracy on the continent. Asunka cited non-compliance with presidential term limits, rising crime and insecurity, the corruption as factors that may be contributing to popular dissatisfaction with democratic rules. The data shows that Africa's commitment to democracy remains strong, he said. Recent Afrobarometer data from 36 countries surveyed in 2021-2022 shows that two-thirds of Africans prefer democracy over any other form of government. Additionally, large majority reject one-man rule, one-party rule, and military rule, but only 38% express satisfaction with the way democracy functions in their countries. Addressing the conference theme, securing Africa's democratic future through learning and engaging, NS Koroma said confronting these challenges demand collective action to preserve and strengthen democratic norms and institutions. Throughout the discussions, participants acknowledged the vital role of African leaders in shaping the continent's democratic future. Now, in other stories, the Minister of Public Enterprises, Mr. Joseph Kujo, says the government's plan to dispose of assets of some 17 defunct state-owned enterprises, SOEs, would enable it acquire private investment into such entities for their development and attendant impact on the area in which they were located. This follows his announcement of the government's intention to dispose of assets of 17 inactive SOEs whose evaluation processes had already been approved by cabinet in Accra Wednesday. Some of these SOEs, he said, were the Ghana National Trading Corporation, State Construction Corporation, State Fishing Corporation, UAC, Aboso Glass Factory, Bangalore of the Bogatanga Meat Factory, 
Bonsa Tire Factories Clinic, Research Laboratory of the Ghana Consolidated Diamonds, and the Regional Office of the Ghana Food Production Corporation. Detailing the plan to the media, he explained that the move forms part of efforts to make sure we secure our private investment into it through government's decision to sell them off into private hands so that they will be invested into to develop them to bring jobs to that area. He opined that these investments will play a critical role in the government's industrialization agenda, especially the automobile assembling industry that was springing up across the country. Meanwhile, the minister said the government also had plans to restructure some SOEs through listing them on the Ghana Stock Exchange, liquidation, strategic investment, and outright disposal. As part of efforts to ensure effective and efficient management of the SOEs, the minister said in 2021 it introduced the Public Enterprise League table as a tool for assessing the performance of the specified entities and to engender healthy competition among them to improve performance. Now, the minority caucus in parliament has stated that as long as a Sin North MP Jachekwesin's prosecution continues, the minority will never cooperate with the majority on anything in the House. According to them, the majority has the numbers to proceed with government's business in the House, even if the minority members are absent. The minority leader, Dr. Atuk Forsing, said majority MPs do not require the presence of the NDC MPs before they commence sitting in Parliament. Addressing the media after a parliamentary sitting Wednesday, July 19, Dr. Forsing asserted that the majority MPs should not expect the minority caucus to begin with government business while they are away. The Ejumaku constituency MP further added that the NPP MP should not expect cooperation from them since they, the NPP, have intensified the persecution of Mr. Kwesing. The minority leader noted that the NDC MPs will not announce their approach going forward with Mr. Kwesing's trial. He however said that since NPP MPs are persecuting its members, they should rescind their personal business and attend to government business in parliament. Now, in other stories, a researcher from the University of Cape Coast, Dr. Amanda Odoi, has withdrawn her contempt application filed against Speaker of Parliament Alban Bagwin at the Supreme Court. This application was related to the ongoing consideration of the anti-LGBTQ plus bill. The decision to redraw the suit came after the Supreme Court dismissed her application to halt Parliament from proceeding with the passage of the Promotion of Proper Human Sexual Rights and Ghanaian Family Bill 2021, commonly referred to as the anti-LGBTQ plus bill. Dr. Odoi had accused Bagbin of disregarding pending legal actions and allowing their consideration of the proposed legislation to progress, which she believed violated the 1992 Constitution. She is one of two citizens who have sued the Speaker of Parliament and the Attorney General over the anti-LGBT bill. 
Dr. Odoi and contended that her check shows that the Speaker of Parliament has been served with all relevant court processes, including one asking the court to place an injunction on Parliament's consideration of the law. She says, despite these, the Speaker caused the bill to proceed to its second reading in Parliament. But Chief State Attorney Dr. Sylvia Edusei told the court that Dr. Odoi's legal team have failed to show how they would suffer or which right of theirs should be protected in the interim. Lawyer for the speaker, Thadio Sori, urged the court to dismiss the request. The panel presided over by the Chief Justice indicated a case meriting an injunction has not been made. Other panel members are Paul Bafobody, Gabriel Pomang, Mariama Owusu, Henrita Mensabonsu, Yoni Kolendi, Barbara Akayensu, Samuel Asedu, and George Kumsin. Now moving to business this afternoon, Ghana is grappling with a severe inflation crisis that has unleashed devastating consequences on food security and poverty levels, according to the latest Ghana economic updates released by the World Bank. The report sheds light on the alarming surge in prices across all consumer categories, significantly impacting the living standards of Ghanaians, especially the poor. The economic update highlights that average prices of all classification of individual consumption according to purpose categories experienced a stark in increase in 2022 compared to the previous year. While non-food inflation was notably high at an average of 29% in 2022, food prices soared even higher, escalating by an average of 34%. This disparity has disproportionately affected the poor who allocate a larger share of their budget to food and are thus more severely impacted by the rising prices. It further indicated that the erosion of purchasing power resulting from inflation has led to a decline in living standards of Ghanaian households. The report revealed that the poorest 20% of the population experienced a significant loss of purchasing power amounting to 16.1% in 2022. Simulations conducted in the report indicate that approximately 850,000 Ghanaians were pushed into poverty in 2022 due to the combination of rising prices and the loss of purchasing power. Furthermore, food security in the country deteriorated with the number of food insecure individuals jumping from 560,000 to 823,000 in the last quarter of 2022. By the end of the year, one quarter of the population was classified as a food insecure, a trend expected to persist into 2023. Now to some sports, new sources has confirmed that Black Stars midfielder Thomas Partey has joined Arsenal Football Club's traveling party to the United States of America as the English Premier League side embarks on a tour of the North American country. Bate was a prominent absentee in Arsenal's contingent to the U.S. as the Gunners jetted off from its landing base to begin serious work ahead of the 2022-2023 season. 
the 30-year-old statutes at the club has come into sharp focus recently in the wake of the Kai and Decline Rises capture from Chelsea and West Ham respectively. Both players were signed for hefty sum and appear said to be handed extensive time in the starting unit. Despite having his best season since joining Arsenal from Atletico Madrid, Jorino supplanted Pate in the Arsenal starting lineup towards the end of the season. Pate's dip in form coincided with the Gunners blowing a five point lead and route to missing out on a first league title in over a decade to Manchester City. Thomas Pate scored three goals in 40 games in all competitions for Arsenal and played all the games for Ghana at the 2022 FIFA World Cup in Qatar. In some showbiz this afternoon, management of Quick Credit Investment, Microcredit Limited, has threatened to take legal action against comic actor, comedian Waris for allegedly misusing its brand to create an unrelated video skit that contradicts what the company stands for. In a popular video titled Birthday Delivery Guy, the comic actor was seen wearing a quick credit t-shirt threatening another actor with a cutlass to pay back a supposed loan. In a swift response Wednesday, July 19, the company said it had no involvement with the comedian's content, adding that it will not hold back from pursuing legal action against the comedian. It further urged the general public to seek accurate information through its website. However, it appears quick credit investments may not really be in the good books of some Ghanaians. A number of comments under the said release on their official page did not go in their favor. A follower, Ajua Kunedu, wrote, That is what your workers are doing. He has observed them and he is also using it as a comedy skit. Tina Andy says, Your people, they do more than this. In the word of Fiesta, why are you disassociating from this primitive and inhumane behavior your staff are doing to their customers? One day, one day, Ayo. These and so many comments followed their posts on Facebook. And that's how we bring to an end this afternoon's bulletin on Ghana Talks Radio. Don't forget to log on to www.ghanatalksradio.com for more of these stories and follow us, Ghana Talks Radio. On all social media platforms, you can as well download the GTR app from your app store or Google Play to listen. The news was read by Awin Temi Akansukum and I say thanks so much for making time. Have a good afternoon. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio.